Hey, welcome to another episode of the Walk On Podcast. I'm Brent Faulkner. Thanks for joining us. I've been thinking a lot about heaven lately. Heaven may make it into our songs and movies and cartoons, but what impact does heaven have on your day-to-day life? Heaven is a topic that really doesn't cross my mind all that often, if I'm honest. Most of the time, my thoughts are just kind of focused on the the here and now and the challenges that uh, I'm facing. But I realize that Jesus doesn't give us just this open-ended story. We're told how the story ends, that he, he gave us some pretty good glimpses of a future promise, a promise of heaven. And I think one of the reasons he gave us those glimpses is because when we understand our future, it changes how we live in the present. But before I talk about that, let me talk a little bit about what I mean by heaven. I would venture to say that um, many of us have an understanding of heaven that's not necessarily uniquely Christian. We have an understanding of heaven uh, in the sense that uh, heaven is a place where God is and we are here on earth and heaven has all these good things and earth has all the suffering and these struggles. Uh, And then if we believe the right things or do the right things, when we die, our disembodied spirit will float through to wherever this heavenly realm is, and then we can be uh, for eternity in this heavenly paradise. And that understanding of heaven isn't really that unique compared to many other religions. They all just kind of change some of the details, but the general flow is the same, that uh, where you are now isn't good. And if you do certain things or believe certain things, then when you die, you'll get to spend uh, eternity in this paradise. And so it's almost this um, you know, this there right now is a, a test or a trial or an opportunity to, to prove something. And then you get to escape that and you're rewarded for what you do or what you believe or how you lived. Um, you're rewarded with, in, with this eternal paradise. And I would argue that's not what the Bible talks about when it comes to heaven. The biblical story is bigger and better than that. To better understand the end of the story, we have to go all the way back to the beginning of the story. So the beginning of Genesis, we actually see heaven and earth united together, not two separate spaces, but together as one. God intended his creation. When he created um, the world, he created it to be in harmony with, with him. Uh, that God was in the presence of all that he created. And he looked around and he saw all of it and he said, this is very good. But then we read to Genesis 3 and we see that man made a decision to live contrary to God's ways. Uh, Sin enters the picture, separates our holy God from sinful man. Then throughout the Old Testament, our attempts to bridge this, this gap you saw it through the tabernacle and the temple and sacrifices and the law, and all those were temporary measures. Then a man named Jesus comes into the picture. He claims to be God. And the, the early church understood him to be God in flesh, 
Uh, so now, again, God is with his creation, and there's this overlap of heaven and earth. And Jesus talks about that as he talks about the kingdom of heaven, the coming of the kingdom of heaven, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand and that the kingdom of heaven is inside you. And the early church understood that Jesus' death uh, and resurrection uh, was key to the inauguration of this kingdom of heaven, that uh, Jesus' death and resurrection established the kingdom of heaven on earth, though it's not yet complete. And then through the New Testament, we get glimpses from a variety of different writers and from Jesus' words himself that Christ will return. Uh, the dead will rise in resurrected bodies. Jesus will definitively deal with evil and injustice in the world and heaven and earth will again become one. In Revelation 21, we're, we're told about this moment where not where we leave and go to heaven, but where heaven actually comes to us and heaven and earth are united again. And what God intended to happen in Genesis is fulfilled in Revelation 21, that God is fully and completely with his people and that uh, he has removed everything that separates us from him. Everything that has distorted and broken his creation has been dealt with. And now there is this sense of peace, this shalom, which isn't just an absence of conflict, but it's the sense that everything is rightly ordered, that everything is operating in the intended way that it was to operate, that, that there's this, this perfection, this, this wholeness, this peace, um, that, that everything is whole and right and pure and the way that God created it to be. So the biblical understanding of heaven isn't about us escaping into some kind of ethereal spiritual realm. It's actually about Jesus returning and God bringing heaven to bear on earth and making everything right and redeeming and restoring all of creation. And I would argue that that is a bigger and better view of heaven than what many of us may have. And when you understand your future, then it changes how you live in the present. I think we're called to live with a, a chameleon's perspective. So I was watching PBS the other day with my kids, and they were talking about chameleons and how chameleons eyes can move independently and a chameleon can look at two different things at once. It has a, a dual focus. And I think the challenge for us as followers of Christ is to have this dual focus where we keep one eye on the, the promise that we have of heaven, and an, uh, but our other eye on our current circumstances. And the challenge is that we're not chameleons, are we? We so often just have a singular focus. And if I'm honest, it most of the time, my focus is on my current struggles and my current problems and my current challenges. And I lose sight of a future promise of what God is bringing about in the world. When I live that way, then I can become overwhelmed by my problems. I can become anxious. I can become depressed. I can live in despair. I, I find myself being controlling because I think all of the outcomes are up to me to produce. Uh, I can look for short-term answers to complicated issues because I'm not looking uh, with the long-term perspective. And so when I lose sight of the promise of heaven, uh, it can 
caused me to live in ways that I don't think God intended us to live. I think that's partly why Jesus gave us the, the promise, glimpses of the promise of, of heaven to come. Because when we understand our future, it changes how we live in the present. Let me explain it this way. Think about watching a, a show on Netflix. If you pause in the middle of a movie, let's say it's uh, you know your, your favorite superhero movie. If you pause in the middle of that movie, you can stop on a scene where things don't look that good for your hero. And just looking at that one scene can tell a story that can bring about uh, hopelessness and despair and anxiety because things aren't looking good for your hero. But if you scrub all the way to the end of the movie and you see that your hero wins and he comes out victorious, then you can go back to that scene and you see that in a different light. And instead of the story being about despair and hopelessness, now it's a story of curiosity. You know that your hero wins in the end. And so instead of saying, this is going to be the end of them, you can say, I wonder how they're going to get through this. It's a movement from despair to curiosity. And I think that is the reason why Jesus gave us a glimpse of our future hope. That when we understand, when we live with a focus on heaven and then a focus on our present challenges and present realities, then we can bring those things to bear and it changes how we see our current circumstances. It moves us from despair and hopelessness to curiosity. Now, it doesn't make the circumstances any less difficult. It doesn't necessarily change what you're facing, but it totally changes the perspective that you have. And you can face those knowing that this is not the end of your story. You know how the story ends and this is not it. And so instead of facing despair, you can face your challenges and say, okay, God, this is tough, but I know it's not the end of my story and I'm waiting to see how you show up. I'm waiting to see how you provide here. I'm waiting to see what you do. And I would argue that that is how God wants us to live. To live understanding that His love and His grace are actively working on our behalf and with an understanding of the future hope that one day He will redeem and restore all things and the challenges and the heartache and the frustration that we face right now is not the end of the story. And so we can face these challenges with a curiosity, knowing we have a loving God that is working to draw us closer into His presence. And I think that's what Jesus was getting at when He taught the Lord's Prayer, right? The phrase, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, knowing that heaven and earth will one day be united and what's true on one will be true on the other. So for you today, what are the challenges that you're facing? Where do you need to bring the hope of heaven to bear on your current realities? To bring about a shift from despair and hopelessness to curiosity. What does that look like in your life to live in that way? And maybe for you this week, you want to do some things to remind yourself of the hope of heaven, to remind yourself of what's going to be true, of what God has promised us. And I also want to point you to the promise that heaven is yours 
through Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you want to go deeper into this topic, I've linked some scripture verses and some resources in the show notes that I found helpful as I've thought about heaven. And as always, if you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. Let somebody know about it. Also, leave a rating or a review on your podcast provider. That's the best way to help others find out about this podcast. Thanks so much.